little cool weather that we've also gotten. Amen. Amen. Seems like that should awaken more folks to come on to church this morning. Amen. But to God be the glory. We don't criticize them for not being here. We pray that they, whatever, wherever they may be, amen, they're in the house of the Lord and praising them all the day long. Amen. Again, we greet you in the marvelous name of Jesus the Christ, and we say that it's good to be here. Amen. Amen. I want to put up one plug. Certainly want to remind all of us, uh, we are back in full operations with our Bible study. Amen. So we certainly want you all to be back in the number. Amen. So that we can uh, get things rolling. Now that uh, the crux of the revival season is over, uh, we certainly want to make sure that we all attend our Bible study on Wednesday evening. Amen. Amen. Again, we greet you in Jesus' name. Amen. To Reverend Pearson. God bless you. Amen. Reverend Patterson. Amen. To all of us. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles this morning, our noted scripture. Amen. It's a very familiar passage of scripture. Amen. And we'll just look at... Uh, um, a couple of verses, and, uh, put our, and we'll go from there. Amen. But if we just would for a moment uh, go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. May we pray and bow. God, again, we thank you for all that thou hast blessed us with. We know, Lord, that thou can do all things but fail. And so, Father, we need you right now. You know our situation and you know our condition. And we just trust and rely on you through your holy word. Father, use me only as a vessel so that somebody will say, what must I do to be saved? Somebody will get closer with thee and somebody, faith will be strengthened the more because we know that you can do all things. We ask in the marvelous name of Jesus the Christ and for his name's sake we pray, O oh Lord. Amen. 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 Psalms 121, verse 1 reads and 2 reads, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help, my help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. David said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Amen. You don't mind for a moment? Just look at your neighbor for a minute. He or she look good in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Just tell your neighbor with a subject neighbor. Whatever is wrong, he can fix it. Amen. Whatever is wrong, he, God, can fix it. David said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. Brother Smith, amen. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Amen. Which made heaven and earth. Whatever is wrong, he can fix it. Amen. My, my brothers and my sisters, have you ever noticed in that when some of us have issues, when some of us have problems, brokenness, or troubles, in whatever we're going through, some folks can't keep their issues, their problems, their brokenness, and trouble to themselves, but they would much rather get other people involved in their business when they should be trusting nobody but the Lord. Because after all, nobody but God is perfect. Therefore, it behooves all of us to take whatever we're going through to the Lord in prayer. So that he can handle, he can solve, and he can make a way for us by giving us a peace of mind and the assurance that all is well. 
and everything is going to work out for our good. After all, why look to other people for answers when we know that God is the expert of our being? Goodwill, can, can you imagine how God feels when we seek advice elsewhere rather than putting our faith, our hope, and trust in him? How would you feel if your child went to a neighbor who he doesn't know and asked the neighbor for advice? instead of asking you. I'm sure that would hurt, wouldn't it? You see, if the truth be told, we should not be behaving as teenagers, sharing our problems with our friends or our neighbors, or even running our mouths off to some church folks as well. I, I can't hear myself, can you help me out? Okay, man. Because some things just ain't for everybody to know. Brother Paul, can you get me some? Okay. Some things ain't for everybody to know about. It, it, it doesn't matter how spirit-filled that person may appear on the outside. It, it doesn't matter whom you are or what title you may wear in the church or whatever you or whatever the matter or out of the church. Some things ain't for you to know about. Nor should you put your two cents in other folks. Come on, man. Business of what they may be going through. You see, if, if God didn't get to you in that area, or if you don't have a professional license in that field of study, then it's best to keep your mouth shut, stay in your lane or your ministry, and not put your two cents on what other folks may be going through. Talk to me, somebody. Talk to me. You see, that old saying still holds true. A dog that brings a bone carries a bone. <laughs> and yes, some church folks are just as guilty of the same. Some folks are no different than a bucket with a hole in it. <laughs> no, no matter how much water you pour in it, it's going to leak. <laughs> Come on, somebody. And, and, and some folks are even like an empty wagon or a squeaky wheel. They make a whole lot of noise about other folks' business. But rather, but rather like the writer of our text, David, we should seek advice and spiritual help from God our Father. David says, I will lift up my eyes. Y'all talk to me. Come on now. My mom was in here. Unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help. You're killing me on this mic. My help cometh from the Lord. And so the first reason why we should look to God for our help is God is in the business of fixing. Come on, somebody. Y'all unhappy? God is in the business of fixing. Notice I said, God is in the business of fixing. You, you remember the Genesis stories where in Genesis 2 and 18, and, and, and Lord God said, it's not good that man should be alone. He said, I will make him and, and help me for him. In other words, God said, it is not good for man to, to be alone. I will make him a helper. Suitable for him. God
God saw that Adam was lonely and he responded. He fixed Adam's problem of loneliness by providing a helpmate or in, in today's terminology, a wife. So if you're lonely, if you have issues and problems that you need help with, you don't have to suffer. You don't have to go surfing online for an answer to your problems. You don't have to put your business on blast by posting it on Facebook, nor should you go to match.com or pay some expert counselor. Just ask God to do what he did for Adam. Ask him to reveal your helpmate. And more than likely, it's him. Why y'all quiet this morning? Come on now. <laughs> I got three more pages. Good real. Remind God what he said. It's not good. Come on, devil, get out of my way. It's not good for man to be alone. You got to help me, Brother Hopkins. This is killing me. Okay. It's not good for God, for, for man to be alone. Even so, remember this verse in Matthew 6:33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Good, well, let me say this again. If I may do so, repeat myself again. Before going to an expert, before you go and find an expert, or before you go to a dot-com article to solve your problem, seek God first. Jeremiah 32, 27 says, says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Think about what God is saying here. He is saying, God, God, He is saying, God of all creation, do you think there's something in your life is too hard for God to fix? Your answer should be no. The next time you are faced with one of life's toughest issues. Imagine asking, imagine asking God, is there anything too hard for me? Please don't let the devil fool you by telling, uh, tell, telling God yes or, or make you doubt God. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Because if you do, just know that your lack of faith would be the reason God doesn't fix your issues. Even if you have done some doubt, uh -uh. even if you have some doubt, keep telling yourself there is nothing too hard for God. Come on, somebody. Tell yourself until it's implanted in your mind and, and, and you find yourself repeating it as a song, as a song stuck in your mind or like a scratch record. Keep saying the same thing. And you, don't know, you, you, you do know what a scratch record is. It just says, oh, it just stays in that one spot. <laughs> and it repeats itself over and over and over. So like a scratch record, keep saying, there is nothing, there is nothing, there is nothing too hard for God. There is nothing, there is nothing, there is nothing too hard for God. Help me, help me. See, y'all, you, you, somebody messed this mic up, and I'm about to go, okay. Help, you, you mess the devil's in, the, in here, okay? Just like a scratch record, keep saying there is nothing, there is nothing too hard for God. You see, sometimes, let me ask you something, do we have any scratch record folks in here? 
like David to look to the hills and keep saying there is nothing there is nothing there is nothing too hard for God you see sometimes you got to speak life over yourself sometimes you got to encourage yourself by trusting God no matter what even in the worst of things and situations because the word tells us in Proverbs 18 22 death and life are in the power of the tongue okay. because the word of God says death and life are in the power of the tongue and so goodwill help me out since y'all have gotten quiet on me and the devil's trying to get the best of me to think that I can't, I, I have bad sinus, okay? So I can't hear myself, all right? And, and I really need some mic. I really can't hear myself. I was under the weather, so I don't care if it blasts, okay? Because we're going to make a joyful noise in that moment. Okay, we're going to, no, 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 uh, we're going to make a joyful noise in that moment. So do I have some scratch record folks in here? You do know what a scratch record is, right? You do know what a scratch record is, all right? Don't y'all get like y'all don't know what a scratch record is? Y'all had that LP in those 45? Come on, somebody. And when James Brown record got scratched, he said, get on the good foot. 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 Okay, so for a moment, for a moment, goodwill, come on, for, just, just take 10 seconds. And can, can, can we do like David did? Look up and like a scratch record, think about all what you're going through. Declare and decree there is nothing too hard for God. There is nothing too hard for God. There is nothing too hard for God. So for 10 seconds, think about your problems. Think about your brokenness. Speak life over your finances. There is nothing too hard for God. Think about your light, your relationship. Speak life over that. There is nothing too hard for God. Think about, come on, your household. There is nothing too hard for God. Think about, come on, your sickness and your health. There is nothing. There is nothing. There is, come on, somebody. Come on, I wish I had some help. There is nothing too hard for God. <laughs> come on, somebody. For 10 seconds, let's give God some glory. <laughs> there, there is nothing too hard for God. You see, for 10 seconds, call those things which be not as though they were. You ought to be able to do that. There's nothing too hard for God. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. Tell yourself, tell yourself with God, all things are possible. <laughs> and so secondly, not only is God in the business of fixing things, but secondly, God will never let you down. I'm going to show it to you in the text. Okay. God will never, this is the last point, God will never let you down. Here in our text, David assures us about God's abilities. Here in our text, he says, my help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. In our text, David wants us to know that, that, that God will always be there to help us. And he will never fail us and let us down. The Psalms function as, uh, as a psalm of trust, whereby it is, it is mixed in type. It begins with the words of lament. But it ends with a promise. We don't know what David's problem is. Or we don't know what David's problems are. 
We know that he said he's going through something and he said, I'm going to have to look. <laughs> I wish I had some help in here. I'm going to have to look unto the hills from whence cometh my help. David in his Psalms, like all of us, like all of us is going through something in his life. And, and that, that something has a strong hold on him. And he is saddened, he's, he's hurting, and he's troubled by what he's going through. And so in these next few verses, David with hope and, and joy for what lies, he has hope and joy for what lies ahead of him, he sees the Lord as a man, uh, or, or man's helper and keeper. In verse 2 through 8, David likens the Lord as a man, but then he assures us that God is better and all powerful than a man. In other words, can there be a better helper than he who made heaven and earth? Verse 3, David says, he will not let your foot to be moved. Better yet, may he not let my foot slip? This clause implies that the Lord, like a human sentry, may fall asleep. It's not a strange thought in the Psalms as we're thinking. Yet, in the response follows, nay, he, he, God, neither slumbers nor sleeps. God, the guardian of Israel, guards sleeplessness. David assures us of a personal God who holds men so they do not slumber. And God watches over us when we sleep. And God protects us from the wayfare of the midday. And God protects us from the magic of the moon. In other words, whatever problem the day brings, God won't fail us. But God will be there to protect us from hurt and harm. That's why he said in verse 5, the Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. And so goodwill, whatever the nightfall may take us through, God will be there to cover us and to put a hedge around us so that the enemy does not sift us as we. That's why he says in verse 6, the sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. I don't know about you, Goodwill, but I'm glad to know in that whatever I'm going through, God will be there and he will not fail us. In verse 7, David says with a promise, the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. I stopped by here to tell somebody, to tell somebody in that when the devil is cutting up in your life, it's good to know that the Lord shall preserve you. In other words, the Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life protected. Goodwill is good to know that the Lord will not fail us, but that the Lord will keep your, 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 keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Paul puts it this way in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. He says, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask. David said, I'm going to look up. Come on, somebody. And pray to God. To help me get through what I'm going through. And so before you leave this first Sunday in the month of October, 
I must testify and remind some folks that the God we serve is able to fix things that we cannot imagine him fixing. And he's able to work things out for our good. Therefore, when you think about your broken situation that you feel that's beyond repair, remember, God can fix it. Although you can't comprehend it, God can fix it. If you want God to fix that relationship, then look up to the hills from whence cometh your help. If you want to see God do anything in your life, you must be obedient and seek him. If you look at your Bibles, going back as far as Moses, God gave instructions or an assignment to do in order to fix people's problem. The purpose of God asking you to put forth some effort is that he wants you to remember the process and appreciate what you've been through. Just ask, just ask your parents during the days of their childhood. God is not in the business of spoiling his kids. If we want something from God, then we're going to, we must do our part as David did. Look unto the Lord. Remember his resume, what he has already done for your goodwill. The Lord has done great things for us, of which we are glad. When faced with trials and mountains that appear unmovable, think back what God has already done for you. If he brought Lazarus back from the dead, know that he can bring your troubled son or your troubled daughter back home in a right state of mind. Know if he can bring a blind, make a blind man see. Come on, somebody. If he can make a blind man see, he can certainly open the eyes of your lost family members. Encourage yourself by remembering his resume of what he has already done. If you can't recall what he's already done in your life, pick up your Bible. The biography of what he has done, has already done, and he's still able to do. Therefore, I say, whatever things you ask for, you got to pray and believe, and you will receive. I say, you got to pray, believe, and you will receive. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your right hand. The sun shall not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord. I wish I had some help in it. I said, the Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. So the next time you're faced with the impossible and, and, and you need an expert, before you Google the answer or spend some money on a professional counselor, before you attend a seminar or get a DVD series, remember, your father is in heaven. He is an expert. God wants to do the impossible in your life. I pray, my brothers and sisters, that these words encourage you. But more so, that's why I love the song of Gloria Griffin. Y'all know Gloria Griffin. The song, God specializes. <laughs> he said, God, she says, God specializes. Let me say it again. Let me, let me say it fast. God specializes. But in church, we say, God specializes. He said, she says, have you any rivers that seem unsearchable? And have you any mountains that you cannot tunnel through? God specializes in things impossible. And he would do what no other, come on somebody, no other power but holy power can do. God specializes, come on, God specializes, 
God specializes in sickness. God specializes in finances. God specializes in protection. God specializes in covering you. God specializes come on, over your medicine. God specializes and he'll give you ease from your pain. He'll give you ease from your frustration. He'll give you ease if you look to the hills from which cometh your help. All our help comes from the Lord. David said, I will look, lift up my eyes from whence cometh my help. Whatever is broken, even like this mic, God can fix it. Let me say it again because some folks don't understand this thing. Whatever is wrong in your life, God can fix it. Whatever's wrong in your child's life, God can fix it. Whatever's wrong on your job and your finances, whatever, 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 God can fix it. And David teaches us this thing here. He teaches us that we go to no one but God. I guess y'all like gossip. I, I can't say that thing called gossip, but he, he teaches us that you go to no one, holler back at me, but God. He doesn't identify his problem in here, does he? We don't know that, do we? But he said, I'm going to look to the hills from which cometh my help. He understands that if I look to God, he's going to protect me. He's going to fix whatever's wrong in my life. He's going to protect me from whatever I'm going through. And so the walk away, the take home from this is, you look to God. <laughs> Maybe the cool weather got some of us today. <laughs> you look to God. You look to Jesus. Ain't nobody need to know, that's right, excuse my grandma, about what you're going through. Come on, somebody. You know, we're real fast. Well, I didn't know she was going through that. That's, you're supposed to not know it. <laughs> Am I right about that? I ain't know about that. You're supposed to not know about that. You look to God for whatever you're going through. And David said, he shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in. He's going to protect you. Now, there's nothing wrong with somebody praying for you. But be careful about giving people your business. Because like I said earlier, some folks are like an empty wagon. Come on, somebody. You, you know what an empty wagon is, right? Make a whole lot of noise. Squeak a wheel. You tell them your business, your business would be somebody else's business. Amen. Some folks are like a, I told you, <laughs> are like a pot with a hole in it. You put some water in it, and it'll drain out. Whatever you're going through, let that be between you and the Lord. You have faith in God. And like Glory Griffin says, God specializes in things impossible. God specializes. Come on, somebody. God specializes. Come on, somebody. We serve a God who created us, and he is a specialist. He knows all about our situation. And he can fix whatever is wrong. Amen. 
Amen. Ain't nobody mad but the devil. I hope you all got the gist of what I was saying. We, not, we had some, amen, some challenges. At least I thought we had some challenges. Because when the Lord gave me this thing here, I felt real good about this. Sir. I hope you feel good as I get. I did, you see. You understand that? I hope you feel as good as I did. Amen. You see, I just want you to be like that scratch or that broken record. You keep saying that thing over and over and over and over as Jeremiah said, is there anything too hard for God? <laughs> is there anything too hard for God? Look at your problems. Is there anything too hard for God, Sister Sheree? Is there anything? No, there is nothing too hard for God. But you look to God, to the hills from which cometh our help. And I'll assure you, my brothers and sisters, whatever you're going through, God will take care of you. Wow. <laughs> I'm not trying to prompt you to stir you up to make you praise him, okay? Amen. So, amen. We're going to praise him the more because we know that whatever we're going through, God is going to see us through. Whatever your child, your home, your relationship, your job is taking you through, God is going to see us through. But we have to look to the Lord. Amen. And he will take care of us. I wish you knew that song. I knew you about to sing a song. Amen. But you know that one that says all of our help comes from the Lord. And since we don't have folks to drag that out, but I just wanted you to make sure that that song becomes fixated in your mind. That one that says, all of my help comes from the Lord. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. 